Welcome to Broken Catholic, the number one Catholic voice in America. On this show, I talk about the important things that no one else is talking about, like why the world isn't working right now. The Protestant Reformation is over. Christians now have more commonalities than differences, yet evil is spreading and the enemy is winning because we're still fighting each other over self-righteous labels and high-level theology. If you disagree with me, then you're part of the problem. Listen, as Christians, we're all baptized into God's family. We all want heaven, and we all struggle with the same human brokenness. United we stand, divided we fall, it's that simple. I'm your host, your coach, your friend, Joseph Warren. I'm also a broken Catholic and former atheist who was almost murdered twice. But God spared me because he had a higher purpose for my life. My mission is to unify Christians everywhere. This show was created for you, the person who wants to be accepted and loved and reminded that God has a higher purpose for your life. Let's get started. Today, my featured guest is Jay Tremonti. He's a seasoned entrepreneur that started and scaled and sold two wine and spirit companies. Currently, he advises wealthy families on new venture capital investments and works with entrepreneurs to scale and grow their businesses. I love bringing on entrepreneurs because we get to talk about business and faith together. He's also the host of the Venture with Virtue podcast, where he interviews Catholic CEOs and entrepreneurs about the intersection of their faith and their business journeys. That's right, BC Nation, they both go together. He had me on as a guest and he spoke about my faith journey and what God's been doing in my life. And it was an awesome, amazing show. He's a great podcast host. The goal of his show is to empower listeners to better live the good life by growing in virtue. Most importantly, he is blessed to be a husband and a father of two beautiful little girls. You can find him and his podcast at VentureWithVirtue.com. That's VentureWithVirtue.com. Jay, welcome to the show. Go ahead and fill in some of the gaps in that intro, would you? Well, Joseph, my friend, it is an honor and a blessing to be here with you today and your, your listeners. So thank you so much for, for having me. Um, you know, where to start, what to fill in, you know, I think like all of us, uh, I'm still on a journey myself. I don't have the answers. Um, I'm a seeker. Um, I'm looking to grow in my relationship with God every day. And I, I just hope and pray that I can be a, a little light of his love to others, whoever I encounter. I think you're doing it with your podcast, brother. Just saying. And you're speaking to business dudes, uh, I'm guessing predominantly, um, right? That are winning in business, as I say, but maybe like losing in other areas of their life. Yeah. And so many times we sacrifice the things that actually matter to us to build the business empire and become the good husband and father by providing for our family, but we forget that we need to be present for our family. What shows up for you in that? Absolutely. You know, the vast majority of my guests are men, but we do have some amazing female entrepreneurs and business owners. But I got to tell you, Joseph, the most amazing thing that has really struck me is we're all on a journey, mm. right? There might be this, you know, guy that's running a Fortune 500 billion dollar company. In the world's eyes, he has made it. He is successful. But I talk to these guys and they're really 
some of them still in the infancy of their faith journey. Mm -hmm. But then I talk to other guys that are, you know, younger and, and praise God. I mean, I wish that's where I was when I was, you know, at that point in my life, but when they've got it figured out, they've, mm -hmm. they've got their priorities in line and yeah, they are successful in business. They might not be running a billion dollar company, but they have that beautiful integration of faith and business and they want to live their faith. They're striving to live that faith in all areas of their life, not just at home on Sundays, you know, mm. whatever it is. So what do you think is the difference there, Jay, between that billionaire that got the money, right? He's built the business empire, but he's missing that spiritual maturity. And then you got the younger guy who's not making a billion. Maybe he's doing a million. Maybe he's doing just six figures, right? Yeah. But he's got it dialed in. He's got his God first, his wife second, his kids a third, then his business. Yeah. Like, what's the difference? What did he do right? How did he get to that at such an early age where the other guy missed it? Well, I think you hit it on the head. It's all about those priorities, right? And having those priorities in line. And how do you get there? When do you get there? We all get there at different times. But I think it's having an understanding of what's your purpose? Why are you here? What are you chasing and why are you chasing it? Um, and I think that's what it all goes back to is having that clear understanding of why you're created and what's your purpose? What are you called to do? And I think, you know, not to jump into the faith thing too quickly, but God created us all to be happy and he wants us to be happy, but the world tells us to look for that happiness in so many places that lead us down all these rabbit holes. We were never intended to go down. Right? So a lot of us, we get distracted myself included by chasing those things. The world tell us will bring us happiness, power, money, possessions, pleasure, fame, all these things. They're going to bring you happiness. I call it the 10X effect, the Grant yeah. Cardone effect. There you Green go. power. It's going to make you happy, liar. And yeah. I like Grant. He's a cool guy, but he's, he's misinformed. Exactly. I agree. I agree. So, you know, and we get this message fed into us, and we don't even realize that this message is fed in, but it's in media. It's in com conversations, right? Conversations that aren't really even intended to lead us down those paths, but it's just part of the culture. And so I think a lot of us fall for it. And that's what you know, I fell for it myself, right? I started my first business, um, wanted to make a lot of money and, you know, started my own business with that intent of I'm going to build this business and make a lot of money. And that was the first beverage company I started. And how'd you, know, you do with it? Did well, you know, and, and, and when you're in the alcohol business, um, you know, you're out at bars and restaurants and nightclubs promoting and your product and, we were doing private parties with all the big celebrities of the day and hanging out their house and getting them to drink our product and getting stories about it. So, I mean, we were hanging with uh, Jessica Simpson, Uma Thurman, Diddy, Lenny Kravitz. I mean, you go on and on the list of the top celebrities of the day. And we were hanging out with them in these clubs at their houses um, marketing our product, right? So, I mean, so this Jay, was Jay, what, I'm, what I'm hearing is you're an incognito celebrity, bro. Well, you know, a couple <laughs> steps removed. 
All right. So, so give context to my audience. My audience loves context. Uh, gross revenue. What did you do with that business uh, per year? What did you build it to? We were up to a couple million bucks, just under five. Nice, brother. Congratulations. Yeah. So well we, done. we were doing well. We, we, had, we had the fame. We had the recognition. And then within two years, I was able to sell it to one of the biggest spirit companies in the U.S., so now we got the big win, right? We got the big payday. Mm -hmm. Now we got all the check the boxes. The world says, my friend, you should, you should be happy because you have all of these things that were your promised happiness. Were you? No. Deep down, I wasn't that happy. What was missing? So I was raised Catholic, went to mass every Sunday, but faith and business were kept in two separate buckets. Mm. My faith was on Sundays, go to mass and check the box and, and you got it. There was that, I guess, deeper connection, that personal connection with God, that relationship that was missing. And a couple things that were the turning point, but I got married and sold the business all in the same month. So that was two massive life-changing events happening in, at the same time. And that kind of got me thinking of, all right, well, look, you know, your new chapter in your life, we, we got to do some things right. You're, you're not fulfilled with this desire for happiness. What's missing? And so I went to this talk um, because I still had this passion for business. And there was this, this Catholic CEO that was talking about, you know, how he was growing his business but also how he was trying to integrate his faith and live his faith. And he was giving some practical examples of what he did and it clicked. I said, man, if this guy can do it and he's growing a business 10, hundred times bigger than my little business here, if he can do it and still find time to live his faith, no reason I shouldn't be able to do it too. So I said, all right, all right, God, I, I, I got it. I got your, your, the light bulb went off here. I, I'm going to do this. I'm going to start another company and I'm gonna really try to live my faith in everything that I'm doing. So a little time went by, started another business, a, a bottled sangria company. So still in the wine and spirits industry. Yeah, you like, you like that alky, man. That was I, I did, I, well, I, I got it. You know, I kinda I got a little niche and, and sure, it went worked. Um, so I said, happened? well, I, I kinda, I'm kinda done with the bars and nightclubs thing. I'm just gonna go more to the consumer, I'm going to go to the high-end consumer and the Whole Foods, the high-end specialty grocery stores, the retail, because I'm going to live a balanced life now. It's going to be more yeah. integrated. I'm You're a married be... man now. You can't be out there in the bars and clubs. Yeah. That's right. So I'm God, you know, I got you. I got your message. And um, got, got off to a good start. And at this time, I said, all right, well, I want to start developing my prayer life. So I started, you know, being intentional about, all right, I'm taking some time out every day to, to, to pray. Um, the, the, my unofficial mentor, uh, you know, talked about how he would go to daily mass. So I said, oh, I'm mm. going to try to start going to daily mass. Mm. Um, and I, not every day, but, you know, three, four days a week. Um, and and things started to happen over time. It wasn't a, okay, all of a sudden you got this great relationship with God. Um, but he was working on me. And kind of that daily mass was the thing of it felt comfortable. It felt good. I knew how to do it. And it was easy. I, I could go 30 minutes, check the box. I got it. But over time, what it did was really create this desire in me to really go deeper in my faith and say, all right, well, what have you really been missing out on 
all this time. What's God really calling you to more than just checking the box? Mm. You know, he's calling you to that relationship. He wants to be a part of my life and every part of my life. So I started to try to bring him into the business and saying, all right, God, you know, um, you know, I really want you to help me with this business and where are we going and where, what are we doing today? And yeah, I was making some progress. We were doubling sales every year for a couple years in a row. And said, all right, this is feeling good, God. This is great. I, things are, are going well, and, and I like where we're headed. And then all of a sudden, we had a competitor that came out. Uh, they saw what we were doing, kind of copied some things we were doing. Long story short, they were able to get bought out by one of the big wine and spirit companies. Um, a lot of dirty things go on in the wine and spirit alcohol industry behind the scenes. We won't get into it. They pretty much went to their distributors and said, you will only have one premium sangria. It's ours, no other products. Well, we were the only other product on the market that fit that description. Mm. So overnight, we went from distribution in 50 and 20 states um, to three. Wow. Our, we were cut off at the knees. Yeah, that could break you. Break it did. And, and just before that, we were negotiating a national distribution deal with a Grammy award-winning music artist who was going to come in and be an equity owner in the brand. We had lined up kind of a national distribution deal, promotion deal. Mm -hmm. That was going to take us to the next level. So, so it's kind of like a one-two punch. Yeah, let me pause you right there. So here you are bringing God into your business for the first time in your life. Things are working. It's looking good. And then this happens. Yeah. And you get cut off at the knees. And I'm guessing you had some thoughts going on there about like, hey, God, why didn't you tell me this was coming? Why didn't you block me? Why didn't you protect me? Is this your plan? So what were those specific thoughts that you were <laughs> wrestling with, with God or those wrestling with the angel or yelling at God, getting angry and real with God? Like, what was that conversation like if you were to be fully transparent right now? Yeah, to be honest, it brought me to my knees. I had formed the habit of going to weekly adoration. I'd get up at five o'clock and do like a five or five thirty adoration for about an hour where I'd just be me and maybe one or two other people in a little adoration chapel in front of the blessed sacrament. It's kind of a nice hour of quiet prayer. Well, it brought me to my knees and it was one of the biggest wrestling matches of my life of why God, why you brought me here. We were building this business together. We were doing great. I thought I was being obedient to what you were asking me to do. And now I get these two gut punches. It's out of my control. What do you want me to do? Why? 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 And then I heard clear as day in my heart. Jay, you've been putting your blood, sweat, tears, everything you got into building this earthly, this temporal business. Imagine if you put that same effort and energy into building something for my kingdom, for my glory, to build in our relationship. So that kind of just stopped me in my tracks. I didn't know what to say. Yeah. I get that, right? Because it's like, here you are thinking you're doing God's work, but you're actually building Jay's kingdom, not yeah. God's. 
And how many times we do that? Like at BC Nation, you know, I just want to speak to you for a second. Jay is getting so real, so transparent, so vulnerable right now and sharing what all of us wrestle with at some point in our life, which is we, we live in the my will be done <laughs> rather than thy will be done. Yet we say we believe in God, we want God's will for our life, but then we're building our kingdom rather than his. And this is such a beautiful story that Jay is sharing with us that God wants you to win. He really does. But your why's got to be him, not yours. Right? And that's what it comes down to. And, and sometimes he's got to let you take the hit. And Jace, your story resonates so much with mine. Uh, we have so many alignments. It's ridiculous, including right now. Guess what I'm doing? Within a three-month span, I just sold two of my businesses, and I'm getting married in 30 days. <laughs> like so much overlap, right? So I really get that. And I was kicked to my knees and pretty much forced to sell my businesses, right? Because yeah. God wanted that distraction out of my life so that I can focus on Saul's, bring his sons back to him, build his kingdom. So I'm really getting this brother. And uh, I think my, my audience, they're going to feel this, it, you know, BC nation, just let go surrender. So Jay, let me uh, twist this a little bit and, and repoint us. Give me your three tips or strategies. And I know initially I said for experiencing God in your life, but I actually don't want to go there now. Now where I want to go with this is give me your top three tips or strategies that you used to let go of Jay's will and point it to God's will, let go of building Jay's kingdom and point it to building God's kingdom. And how does my audience do that right now in their business? What are those three things that they can do? Practical, on the ground, action steps. Well, it goes back to that on the ground moment I had on my knees in the chapel that day of surrender. It all comes down to surrender. And that's what God was trying to get me to is that point of surrender to give it all up. It's all a gift that's been given to me and he wants me to be able to give it all back to him. Mm. So I think it all starts with that surrender. How do you do I'm it? Saying, is God first, making God first in your life. And I think it goes to a daily commitment to say, all right, God, I don't know. I might not know how to do this. I might not know, have much of a relationship with you right now, but I want a relationship and I'm willing to make that commitment. I'm willing to put it in your hands. So I'm going to commit to taking time every day because if I don't take time every day, I can't really say I'm putting you first. I can mm. call, it gives a lip service, but if we don't take time to talk to God every day in prayer, we can't say we're putting him first. And I think Part of that daily prayer is not just talking, but listening and doing more listening than we do talking. You know, I think you just nailed it right there is so many times as good Christians, we tithe our money, but we will not tithe our time. Mm. Yes. And you're right. Our priorities are misaligned. It's kind of like they say, you, you can tell a person's priorities by looking at their credit card statement, right? Exactly. Well, I believe you can tell a person's priorities uh, spiritually by looking at their calendar. And if God is not on there for one hour every single day, is he really first in your life, BC Nation? 
you got to get real about what's real. That's what the show's all about. Until you realize there's a problem, you can't really work through a solution, can you? <laughs> you just got to acknowledge it. Don't make yourself wrong. Don't beat yourself up, but get real about it. Bring it to God. Surrender every day, like Jay's saying. Jay, what's your number two strategy? Yeah, so to go into that real quick, what you do, it's, it's what I do, morning prayer. You put God first, make him first, the very first thing of your day. Like you, like you do, I do the same thing. An hour of prayer, the first thing to start my day. So that's the first thing. Second thing is to realize that our business can be a vocation. Mm. That our business can be a tool to help us get to heaven. Mm. And how, right? You know, we think of vocation as usually something about the priests or religious or missionaries, but, you know, business can be a way to help us get closer to Christ and help us grow in that relationship that started with prayer, but now we're trying to bring it to the rest of our day. Okay, got it. So that's very conceptual. It's, I love it. Your business can help get you to heaven, but how do I do it? How do you do it? It's in the small things. You know, Mother Teresa's got a quote that I love. She says, do small things with great love. Mm -hmm. So that means whatever you're doing during the day, do it out of your love for Christ, out of a desire to grow in your relationship with Christ. So if your job is to sweep the floor, then sweep the floor just like it's Christ's floors you're sweeping. Mm -hmm. If your job's in sales or marketing, then treat each customer or prospect as if it were Christ himself. Mm. Tell with dignity, with honor, with respect. Don't cut corners. Mm, love it. What's your number three st strategy? Then it's just to invite God in to your day. Simple. Just like we did before we started this discussion today, Joseph, before the camera started rolling. You started with prayer. I try to start everything I do with prayer, right? Invite God in a little formula, A-O-A. -A. I like ask, offer, accept. Ask God in to that difficult meeting you're about to go into with a colleague, with a boss. Ask him into that difficult conference call you just don't want to be on. Ask him into that difficult relationship you're in, uh, that conversation, your difficult conversation you're about to have with a, you know, uh, a spouse or a, a loved one. Ask him to come into that situation. Offer it to him. Put it in his hands. And then accept whatever happens as his will. It's no longer in your hands. You're out of control. You've surrendered. The back to that first point of surrender. It's a way to bring that surrender into every little part of our day, no matter what we're doing. I like that a lot, dude. All right, so BC Nation, ask, offer, and accept. Ask God into your problem or your situation. Stop going it alone. It's not working. Get over yourself. You're not God. He is. Ask him in. Offer it to him. That means surrender it up. Give up. So many times give up, you know, in our society is a weak thing. It's like a battle. You lost. Give, you gave up. Don't quit, right? Especially in the entrepreneurial space. Don't quit. Don't give up. The problem is you're in, in control. You're a control freak and you won't give it up to God. And God wants you to give it up like vertically pointing up to heaven. Give it up to him. Offer it up to him. And then number, the third thing, accept the outcomes and results of that problem or situation as part of God's plan. It's none of your business, the outcomes or results. <laughs> I said none of your business. <laughs> 
Cool. I love it, dude. Great show. Great content. We're out of time already. That's oh, just how it already. Goes. Man, you know we just got you, started. You know how this goes. Oh, right? I know. We, we can I know. do another episode. All right. So, Jay, uh, we're listening to Jay Tremonte. You can find him at venturewithvirtue.com. That's venturewithvirtue.com. Go check out his podcast. If you want to hear my broken Catholic story, like the nitty gritty, Jay pulled out some of the dirt from my story. Go listen to that episode. You can find it at venturewithvirtue.com. Jay, welcome to my favorite part of my show. Welcome to the confession round. I'm going to ask you five, uh, 10 quick fire questions. You'll have about three seconds to answer each. Don't overthink it. It's just for fun. Are you ready, sir? I guess so. Let it roll. (laughs) Let's go. Let's go. Jay, what's your favorite thing about God? (sighs) I guess that he can, he shows us that there's meaning to our suffering. Mm, Got it. What's your least favorite thing about God? We have to suffer. (laughs) Yeah. What's that about, man? (laughs) What are you most afraid of? I guess to be honest, you know, being accepted, being loved. Yep. Welcome to humanity. What did you spend way too much time doing in your 20s? <laughs> Chasing the money. Chasing the money, BC Nation. What secret fear do you have about people? I guess it's similar to the question before, just about and not being accepted and, and not being loved by others. I'm going to throw in a bonus question. What secret fear do you have about God? Hmm. Not really a fear, but a struggle, which is that I, I know I cannot earn his love, but I still come from that mentality of business trying to prove results and, and it's kind of in me and, and, and wrestling with that. So yeah, performance. Yes. I cannot earn his love. Right. Yeah. Yep. What do you wish you had learned sooner about God? That he loves me no matter what. Boom. All that performance, whatever I try to do, doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. He loves me anyway, even if look, I fail. Look at that. What is a new habit you want to form? Exercise. I used to have be very diligent about it. And long story, got out of the habit and uh, got to get back into it. Got it. What's a bad habit you want to break? Checking my email all day long. Oh, man. Pick three words to describe who you are now. Broken, but loved. Dude, that's beautiful. (laughs) You just dropped that mic. Bam. That was awesome. Pick three words to describe who you were before you experienced God in your heart. Selfish, selfish, selfish. Whoa. I hear it. And last question. If you could come back to life after you died, look your wife in the eyes, your kids in the eyes, and share with them only one piece of advice, what would you say to them? Don't waste your life. Know your purpose and live your purpose. BC Nation, don't waste your life. Know your purpose and live your purpose. How do you find it? Get to your knees, spend an hour a day with God in silence. He created you. He knows everything you've been through. He was there with you. He knows his plan for you. He wants to give it to you. 
but you got to shut off the noise of the world and get quiet and listen. Open your ears, open your heart. Jay, any final wisdom? What's the one thing you want my listener to know about having a relationship with God versus not? That it's only in God that you'll find the truth and happiness you never stop searching for. Mm. Amen to that. BC Nation, do you love listening to the show Broken Catholic? Do you love when I bring on broken Catholics like Jay and others and broken Christians? I bring on some broken atheists. I bring on broken humanity. And we get real about what God is doing in their lives. Do their stories inspire you? Do they move you into action? Do they move you into closer relationship with God? If so, go and subscribe to the show on iTunes if you haven't yet. And share the show. Stop being selfish with this good content. It's not just for you. Share it with others, darn it. Share with people you actually love. Let them win in their life as well. And if you're interested, you know I do a spiritual coaching, right? So, like, if you're going through something right now, BC Nation, and maybe you're winning in your business, like Jay and I were speaking about, but maybe you're headed for a divorce, and you don't even see it coming. Imagine how much money you could save from that expensive divorce by hiring me to coach you through that and get your wife back, get your life back. Or maybe you're, you haven't been in your kid's life for the past 10 years because you were building the empire, trying to be a good dad by providing, but not being present. And now they look at you with dirty looks. If you want your kids back, I can coach you on that. We'll get your kids back. That's what I do. So you could go to josephwarren.net forward slash possibilities, josephwarren.net forward slash possibilities, schedule a spiritual clarity call with me. We'll jump on for 30 minutes and we'll get real about what you want in your life. And if we want to work together. All right, Jay, you are a rock star. Thanks for being on this show. May God bless you with his peace, his love, his joy in your life, my brother. Thanks for being here. Thank you, my friend. It's been an honor. BC Nation, you cannot show up authentically in your life without building faith in your business. If you want the business side of that conversation, I have another podcast called First 100K, where I interview successful entrepreneurs about how they made their first $100,000, because that's where I believe 90% of you are stuck and you can't break through. Go to first100k.com to find out how. I'm Joseph Warren. You were made for greatness. So stop being a wuss and start being a winner. Have a blessed day and I'll see you right back here next week.